There we go. There's that music. It's all the music things. We're going to talk about a little AFI today. Just giving us some new music after that as well. Welcome. Join us, shall you? Are you ready to uh, sing the sorrow again? Again. <laughs> so was it was it like the, one of the first ones we did was "Sing the Sorrow" by AFI, I think. And that's when we were just doing the full album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So today is number thirty-seven by this little um, punk slash alternative rock band known as A Fire Inside, for those of you who don't know what A Fire stands for. Yeah, that's my cat's name. Yeah. All right. So we're going to push play on this. We got The Leaving Song. Um, I remember, so I'm sure I heard that this came out. When did this come out? It's like, I wonder, was it 2003 or four or something like that? 2003. Okay. Yeah. So I remember hearing this my freshman year of high school. And for some reason, well, these guys had been around earlier. They had been around in the 90s, but they were underground punk. Um, yeah. This was I the like album that really. Black Sales and yeah. um, that sort of stuff. Black Sales, yeah. So. For some reason, I remember when I when this came out and I heard it, which was like my freshman year of high school, I was always attributed these albums. For some reason, I was like, "Oh yeah, is that song? For, isn't that from the '90s?" Like, no, they're, they're from the '90s, but <laughs> <laughs> not really. This is one of those bands. So they they obviously got more melodic on this album and going forward, right? Compared yeah, to yeah. their earlier stuff, which was just, I mean, their first like. Two or three albums are just straight punk, and then they started. Yeah, this one definitely blended more an alternative rock sound into it, and I think they, but they perfected their sound though, to to the dismay of some of their fans. They, as as is said in the punk community, they sold out. They did, they did sell out. That's what it's called, guys. Yeah, I, I saw these guys live with Rise Against a few years ago, and they still thrash. They still play a lot of that punk stuff, that old stuff. And some of their newer albums always include, their last few albums have included like one or two songs that are like, oh, okay. Just like, Generally, their sound is still like this, more of this alternative rock sound. And some of it's actually almost poppy, right? But yeah, I would say so. But there's always like one song that's like the throwback jam. Yeah. On bodies, what we want? Escape from Los Angeles and Begging for Trouble. I think were the were the two on there that were kind of little punk driven with the polka beat. <laughs> yeah, the polka beats. We, That's how you know it's punk. Yeah. Do, 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 do. This is a feeling. 
and we when we did this album we did that whole we were looking into it and it's like oh there's this whole story and the whole the whole sing the sorrow thing is life to death but it's backwards from death to birth i think oh, that's right? right yeah and, and then because like, if you loop the album it sort of goes in a circle yeah thematically yeah True, true. Those are facts, boys and girls. Instead of starting with life and moving to death, it's backwards. Silver and cold. We got the car driving and the rainy, rainy road. Piano coming in. Was this the first album or first single off this album? Here it comes. It's coming. Piano part and. Girls not gray. Oh, are these in order? I love the little the drum beat the with the oh yeah, and then you use the rim shot here. But then there's also kind of a fade like a phaser type of effect on the drums too, I think. That weird pew pew. It almost kind of, it's not a phase. It's kind of more of a, to make it sound kind of like, not necessarily distorted, but almost distant. Uh, this was their last single, the third one. Third and oh, it was. From this album. No. This is one of those songs you have to look at the lyrics to know what he's singing. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Your sit. Your sins into me. I was. I remember always miss singing this. Like, I don't know what was it. What were the lyrics? I thought it was. Nothing's here today, or something like that. I'm like, what? What is? This? What? Okay. Classic old made up lyrics. Yeah, yeah, right. If you didn't have the booklet, see, back in our day, we didn't have Spotify that just you could look at it right there. You actually had to get on the internet, which wasn't on your phone right there. Yeah, it was a computer. <laughs> you had to boot up AOL or whatever and Google search it and try and do it in, in fast enough so your parents didn't come in and go, hey, time to get off the computer. And you're like, oh. Or they pick the phone up. Kids these days don't know the struggle. I <laughs> sure. Sure, uh, it was like I think it was a TikTok video or something. It's this kid, he's listening to Blink One Eighty Two on a on a Walkman CD player in the bus, and it's like bouncing around. So it's like playing the track, but then it's like skipping like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like kids, kids don't even know the struggle. Struggle's <laughs> real, dude. Oh, I got the one that's anti-skip. Does that mean it doesn't skip at all? Well, not as no. much. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much. Yeah. You get to like the end of the song and it's like, okay, we're going to go into the next. Oh, it just skipped back to the beginning of the song. So now I got to <laughs> skip forward to the next song. Then the next song starts playing and it skips halfway through it. And you're like, what the hell? Wow. <laughs> The song has some nice uh, kind of uh, group slash gang vocals. A little bit. 
I'd say that's kind of their thing. Yeah. Whoa! Days. Yeah. This is post-hardcore and emo, according to the wiki. Ah. I don't know where they get the emo thing, but <laughs> just kidding. They never... Really they never... Yeah. So the first one, the first single was the next song we're going to go. The song we just did was the second single. January, August, and November. See, they didn't release, they didn't release eight of the 12 tracks as singles. Oh, yeah. Look at that. January to November. They spent the whole year. Yeah. This thing came out. Uh, It came out, it came out in March, it says. So the first, it came out after the first single. But then they. Oh, okay. But, so yeah, the January, August, and November. So then they just wrote it out for the rest of the year. Just a little more on the punk side. Yeah, Girls Not Grey was the more punk. There's there's that polka beat. <laughs> this is another one, like the lyrics. I just sing it like. No, it's like what follows me into the play. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Can I look lyrics? Let's. Yeah. Let's see. What follows has led me to this place where I belong, and with all erased, what follows? All in tonight that coldest sound i'd send god's grace see it sounds like he says i'd thank god's grace tonight but he's this says he says i send god's grace tonight could it be found it's kind of and i'm like it's kind of one of those you can easily mishear these lyrics kind of the way he sings them good old david he doesn't everything He's th- but he's not throwing down any like, where are you? Not doing <laughs> yeah, he doesn't go full. full <laughs> he sticks with the. You hear a, a new AFI song and you know it's them. Yeah. There's later. Oh, there's baby. This guy can uh, scream his lungs out though, very well, and he still can, from what I saw, heard. You saw his physics. Yeah, what I what I physically heard in his presence. He, he's still got it. If he wanted to just throw down some old thrash shit, he could. That'd be cool too. Yeah. Here for uh Who's your last uh, bodies? bodies in 2021? This album sold a lot of copies. Uh, generally, it was well-received. Although, everything gave it a four-star, up to a five. Swords with the kind of melodies that hit. I'm going to pause this for a second. The melodies. Rolling Stone Rolling Stone awarded the album 
a four out of five, claiming that Seeing the Sorrow is not exactly a concept album. It actually is. But <laughs> it totally was. Singleness of dark purpose. I, I bet that, see, they hadn't looked into the, the like whole lyrics and like, oh, wait, what's going on here? They didn't know that at the time. So they're like, oh, it kind of has a concept thing, but I don't know. And then later on, they're probably like, shit, it did have a concept. Because <laughs> in 03, you couldn't just Google that shit to find New out. New York Times said it was the 10th best album of 23. 10th best, huh? Okay. At least it made it on there. Conversely, conversely Entertainment Weekly gave the album a D. The Whoa. songs combined the most pretentious and overworked elements of their influences. What? <laughs> Entertainment Weekly, I think you go for your, uh, yeah. Who was the there? Single- Gray received a 2003 VMA for Best MTV2 Music Video. Oh, that was the time when uh, MTV2 popped up, and they're like, okay, we're playing music videos now, and then they just turned into reality TV. Yeah, as two channels of reality. We could just play music videos like MTV used to on this new MTV channel, and that lasted about maybe a year, and then they're like, yeah, now we're doing the same Nobody's watching our music videos. Yeah. What happened to those Beavis and Butthead kids? They used to watch our videos all the time. <laughs> all right. So let's uh, take a look. We'll get back with new stuff. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. We're going to do a Kids Bob song yeah. as you hear a kid in the background <laughs> so, we got, first up we got a new one from um, someone we cover all the time constantly constantly always we got uh, a new song from Ed Sheeran F64 Edward here it's it so is it like you know fuck 64 like I don't know it's like better than N64 <laughs> leveling up you've heard of yeah. n64 i got an n65 no f64 what's that the new new as they say he's kind of like rapping a little bit and right? he's got that wow. and it's a grind song from ah, yeah. somewhere you sound like you're from london halifax. england halifax england Halifax. Halifax. There's a there's a punk band called Halifax that was the only reason I know of them or whatever. I don't think they're even around, but they were uh, one of those Warp Tour bands. They were on the compilations. They had a song called Sydney. The song that was on the compilation was Sydney. That was a good one. Halifax. Maybe that was another person rapping? Possibly? I don't know. This sounds like him more. Yeah. So that band I mentioned only had two albums, 2004 and 2006. Like. Ron Weasley, man. He's really uh, <laughs> he's taking off from Harry Potter. 
He's really doing it nowadays. Fuck's sake. Oh, he's... I was just looking at some of the like, people he's actually played, like, toured. Snow Patrol, that's an interesting one. They're good. That makes sense. He's, he toured with them? That would be an awesome. That would be a good one. That was in 2012, yeah. Long... We, we will battle rapid. Oh, man. He... Man, Eminem, watch out. You're going to throw shade and kill shot. Who's going to come out? <laughs> man, we got to figure That's out what his rap name would be. He was on an Eminem song on like his last album, wasn't he? Or two albums ago or something. Let me see. Eminem. The, yeah, River, and that was on his album Revival, which was not that good. I remember that song, though. That song was huge, I want to say. That song, there was like three good songs on that album. Yeah, this has got a sort of a, a grime feel to it, which is like East, uh, UK like yeah. gangster rap. But they use those like weird sounds in the background. Ooh. Send Not it. Like All right. Next up we got a new song, but a new release. So Newfound Glory is doing an acoustic. Oh well, like a they're doing it so they're doing an acoustic tour right now, which I'm like, I'm not gonna if I want to see Newfound Glory, I wanna see them full fledged. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing a, a, an acoustic album, though. Live acoustic, I guess. So this is the story so far. Jordan Bundick with his uh, nasally voice. Yep. Perfect. That's what you came for, wasn't it? Yeah. He'll still pick his friends over you, too. Yeah. Make the most of it. Comes out this year, yeah. And then they're, they haven't had an album since 2020, so that's kind of actually... They do about every three years, so I wonder if on top of this we will get a new album from them at the end of the year or the beginning of next year. One that's not acoustic. <laughs> the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I their albums, they usually have one acoustic song on most of their albums. So, and yeah. This song is from. What, which album? This is from one of their like first three albums. The Story So Far. Yeah, and there's a band called The Story So Far. I wonder if that band got their name from being influenced by these guys. That was on Sticks and Stones, which was their third album. And that was the one that had my friends over you. Head on Collision. Head on Collision, my friends over you, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good album. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So Glory like, really. It's like make the most of it. Yeah. Just all acoustic remakes. It's just yeah, it's just acoustic. So they're that's what I was saying. They're doing a tour right now. It's the Make the Most of It tour, but it's an acoustic tour. So I'm like, uh, I don't even know if they're okay. coming here. They're doing something different. Yeah. You know what? I want to say. Let me look. This goes good after Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran rapping and newfound glory acousticing. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. One way to do so you it. thought you were going to get something like this from Ed Sheeran, and then you thought newfound glory was going to bring the heat. <laughs> Little did you know. They are playing. Let me see how long this. I wonder how long this tour is. So I wonder if after this tour they actually go and record a new album. Make the most of it. Acoustic tour twenty three. Um, January through. It hasn't started. The tour actually starts next week. It goes through the end of March, so it's a two month tour. It's not a crazy one. All right, we got a new one from Fallout Boy. Oh, okay. Love from the other side. Um, is this a? Is this a? This is the one I was looking. This is their first new song in quite a while, I think. A minute, nineteen, maybe. Well, yeah. And part of that is because with Patrick Stone, I don't know if he's done anything recently on his own though. So it's been five years since their last album, Mania. I didn't, that was, that album was certified gold. <laughs> I remember that was, I didn't think that was that good of an album. There was like a good song on there too, but. Which one was that? Not Maybe. good, that's what it and that's what it was called. There's Patrick Stump. So that's kind of the thing is, let's see. Sounds like Fallout Boy. Yeah, it does. Give him that. Sound, I think I like the sound of this better than what was on that last album. It didn't really sound like this. He's like, so Patrick Stump, the guy that's singing right there, he's, he also has a solo career. And Dirty. as he's gone on his solo solo career, he's done a lot more poppy type stuff, and yeah, I don't know. This sounds better. These guys have a lot of like. Uh, I know Michael Jackson, for instance, was a huge influence of theirs. Sure. That so makes this a kind lot of, of sense. <laughs> this pop rocky kind of eighties feeling sound too. Yeah, big. Big sing-songy yeah. sort of vocals yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that piano. See, yeah, then like using the piano in it like that. Okay. Um, I did see these guys with when I saw Blink One Eight Two on their reunion tour. These guys are really good live. Um, and then Pete Wentz, I always remember as like he came out and screamed on some songs, like even songs like you didn't they don't scream on in the album. But I was like, holy shit, <laughs> he's good. Oh, live he would. Oh yeah, Pete Wentz, yeah, the emo dude. Yeah, sort of like he's the leader much of the band. Their... Huh? He's he's like the leader of the whole band. What yeah, imagine the front guy would be. I think it's too yeah, but it's actually Pete. Pete. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Stump's just a good singer. Good for them. That's for he's, sure. got a, he's got a unique voice. Trying to get his Elton John on right here. <laughs> Sweet Charles. He probably like threw on some sunglasses and he's like playing the piano. Circular yeah. glasses. He's got his ear pierced, his hair's blonde now. Oh yeah, he does have blonde hair. Never mind. I think I think he does, I'm not sure. This is a good. This is a good uh, Fallout Boy song. Yeah, I dig it. This is where it's like, okay, you know what your band is, you know what you should do. Give the people what they want. You know what? Yeah, you know what your fans should be wanting. Give them what they want. It's been a few years. That's good. All right, this next one, we're switching gears. Obituary. Nice. Um, I, <laughs> yeah. Let's go. yeah. I, uh, this is see. some metal metal. Yeah. This is doing it. Um, I did a review of this album this week. This album is actually really good. <laughs> I don't listen to like metal albums like this all the time, but I was like, oh, this is. Dying of everything. <laughs> everything dies. He's dying of everything, though. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I'm so metal. That's what happens when you live the rock and roll lifestyle and uh, do everything under the sun. Do everything, you die of everything. I'll put it into you. <laughs> Oh, it's like getting choppy. Yours? Uh, just good for me. Okay, it might be my internet being down. I was gonna pull up my little review there, but I'll just go on my chart here. Um, let's see. I gave this a this album. I gave a four point two five. It's pretty good. Four point two five. Yeah, pretty good. Album. It's a 10-track album. 
I favorited four of the songs. The first, I do remember now looking at this, the first half of the album is stronger than the second half. Half of this album is just like badass, just pure badass. And then the second half is just kind of like, okay, it's still good. It's just not as badass. (laughs) It's just like, okay, I think we're past the like, the real badassery of this album. (laughs) They just needed what, 10 tracks? Yeah, they're like, okay, all the good stuff's at the beginning. I can see that. Uh, That's sort of a metal thing to do. Without. And this album is like the, there. This song's the third album uh, track on the album. This is the baddest better. It's, it's like the '80s, actually, too. These are like metal, old school. Yeah, and I, I looked at these guys are in their fifties. It's cool. <clears throat> their fifties? That's not bad. Yeah. Not too old then. Looking at their so their logo obviously has that that metal that font. The font you can't but, read, yeah. But you look they've had that same logo since eighty nine. So it's kinda you know, it's like, oh everyone's doing that. It's like these guys have had that forever. They were like one <laughs> of the theirs yeah. isn't as uh as uh doesn't have as many branches to the tree, we'll say. <laughs> the bush, the briar bush that is metal band. Yeah. Let's see which one did they have that on? Oh, okay, I see it. There's this. Yeah, you can you can definitely. Yeah, read it. yeah, it's not not too insane. Wow! You got to get that wall. It's kind of a Tom DeLong thing. This is what Tom DeLonge would sound like if he did metal. <laughs> he did metal. He will one day. Watch. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I put it into you. These guys are kind of good at their instruments. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of the thing. The one requirement for a metal band. Yeah, you gotta be able to thrash, dude. Play your instrument good. I don't care if we can understand what you say. No, not at all. No one cares. Okay, so the Bouncing Souls punk band. Really good. They're a band I never like listened to much growing up, but like in the last few years, I'm like, go listen to them. I'm like, dude, they're so good. Um. The Bouncing Souls, huh? Yeah. Do they have a... Uh... Well, they've been around... Let's see, how long... Yeah. What's... Their big album was a 2001 album. They, they, this is one of those bands... Uh, you've heard on Tony Hawk. Yeah, another skate, skate punk sort of yeah, deal. Yeah, skate punk, skate punk band. Their 2001 album, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, is great. Highly recommend. No cap... On God. <laughs> and as I said that, my hair got curly, my ear got pierced, <laughs> I got that nice fade, everything. Ten Stories High, Bouncing Souls. They have a new album coming out. It's not out yet. 
American band. Band. These guys have been around since '89, actually. They yeah, just like it, right? I'm pretty sure they've like, you know, opened for bands like The Offspring and and oh, Anti Flag. Let's see. That'd be cool. Let's see. So I, they did a they did a, like a split album with Anti Flag when they used to do those. Like, oh, here's a few tracks from us. Here's a few tracks from this band. Compilation oh. type. Crap. They were on Warp Tour in 2008. Yeah, it's a pretty quick little two-minute punk song. I dig it. There you are. Um, uh, it's looking. So they have that's the title track. New album comes out this year. Um, doesn't say when, but their last one was in 2020. Looks like. Oh, it was a compilation album though. Oh there no, it was, <laughs> it was an album. It was an album. Volume two. I have to go back and check that out. Moving forward, another new one from Story of the Year. <laughs> War. Have you listened to this yet? No. Is this okay? No, no. Yep. Okay. Is this the newest one. Yeah, newest single. This this takes a turn. I love it. So this the start of this kind of reminds me of. Um, let's see, what album was that? Oh, there's. The Constant, which came out in 2010. Their last album was 2017 Wolves, which was good. They've kind of blended some of this kind of like... It's kind of that 80s rock sound to it. But listen to this. It's got it's kind of got that almost electric feel to it. It's still rock, but there's electric feel to it. Instrumentally. Here we go. There you go. That's story there. of the year for you. Yeah, Dan Marcella. I get to see these guys, and I would love to. Yeah, I don't think I ever have either. I think I think this out. They would have put an album out sooner than they had. Like, so it's been six years since their last album. Uh, I mean, since two thousand ten, it's been that. So it was a seven year gap between those albums, and now six years. Prior to that, it was every three years, two or three years per in the three days. Or... Yeah, this band's been consistently good. They've kind of like they've grown their sound, like but not this, like this... unrecognizably. Yeah, yeah, like you know it's them. Like I wouldn't, it, this song wouldn't fit in on their on Page Avenue or in the Wake Up Dead. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, see, this is a little more of that post-hardcore. Yeah. A little breakdown there, some of these screams. And kind of the, like that almost electric added, you know, kind of sound hood, I guess. Yeah, I dig it. Tear Me to Pieces. So their album, new album is going to be called Tear Me to Pieces. I don't know when it's coming out. It doesn't say. Um, yeah. Motorcore. They're touring with Hawthorne Heights and Escape the Fate. Escape the Fate, huh? Okay. I don't know about Hawthorne Heights, but. New album called Tear Me to Pieces. No release date, though. 
so we got another uh, a new track from this. Uh, we're gonna finish off with this uh, little metal band that some people like called Metallica. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, what what one of the uh, one of the goat goats of metal, I guess. That's a kind of cool album cover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. So it's a dude. It's a dude standing in a doorway. It's a pitch black room, and there's light coming through. And then the shadow makes an M. <laughs> yeah, they're like signature M with the thing yeah, at the top. Like yeah, I looked at that when I first saw it. I was like, what is that? I was like, it's the M. But it was like, oh, it's a dude standing in the doorway. And it's almost kind of makes you think of like um, Enter Sandman or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, they've always had that M, huh? I didn't yeah. really notice that. I noticed them using it. I didn't realize that it's on all their albums. But yeah, this is a cool album cover, though. I dig it. Yeah, and the last single had one, a dude flexing in a yellow room, casting a, an M shadow. Oh. Okay. I don't know if this is the album cover. Maybe it's just the single, then, for the single. Lux the Eternal was the last one. What's the Metallica Blacklist? Seriously. I was not talking to you. <laughs> that that bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was talking about Metallica before I was rudely interrupted by... Speaking of our electronic devices, I saw that new um, movie, oh, Megan, which is basically about AI getting a little too smart. And the doll thing? The yeah, doll? it was pretty good. It was good. It's nice, what they nice. tried to basically what they tried to do with the um was it the 2017 18 chucky child's play movie they did where they made them instead of uh being voodoo they just used ai it's basically what they tried oh, yeah. to do with that but it's a lot better <laughs> i remember that movie i was like i liked the concept but it could have been done a lot better this this movie basically does that really good <laughs> i was like oh wow where the kid's like, it's my friend, because he's a loner or something. Yeah, like, no, oh, no. The only thing with the doll is it, it's all good. And then there's like an instance where a neighbor's dog like attacks the girl. And then the and the doll recognizes that the dog hurt the little girl that she's supposed to protect. So then uh, it yeah. goes after the dog. And that's where it just starts almost getting like a bloodlust. It like, takes oh, things shit. into its own hands. Yeah, it starts getting violent. You're like, oh, shit. The dog went missing. What happened? Some shreddage right there. Yeah, classic. Is this like it is? Don't get too crazy now, because you will. No. I was gonna say, is this a uh, obscenely long song? Only five and a half minutes. It's short for them. No. It's it's a bit on the shorter end. Yeah. It's no uh, <laughs> what anesthesia is that their one? It's like. <laughs> Can we add two more solos in there and just... Guys, it's a great song, but it's a single. I mean, come on. Can we add, like, two more singles in there and maybe just repeat the chorus another time or two? (laughs) You talking shit on Metallica? Eight, nine. Call of Cthulhu was almost nine minutes. Yeah. Yeah, they had some long ones in there. And Justice for All. That was almost 10 minutes long, dude. Who knew? Who was it? Uh... Oh, it's... oh, it's. Have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody about Queen? 
the new is that the new movie. or old? The, movie. the movie. I don't think I ever did. Oh, you just gotta see it. It's so good. So, anyways, there's a there's a whole um, part part in there, and it's uh, it's you know based on like a real conversation. But when they took Bohemian Rhapsody to the radio station for them to play it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's when they took or I think it came to their. It was either they came to the record label with it or they were going to a radio station to play it. One of the two. And uh, there was this whole thing like, the song's 10 minutes long. Like, we're not going to, we can't, it's 10 minutes long. It's too long. We can't air it. It's, it's too long of a song. Like, And, and uh, um, Freddie Mercury goes to the guy and goes, do you think 10 minutes is too long? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, I I pity the woman that you make love to. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, burn. Oh. I felt so maybe that's back. Metallica's thing. Like, okay. Their first song. Okay, this one's five and a half minutes. Last one was only three minutes. That's all we lasted. But. <laughs> three oh, out of three. Like, get in, get song. out, you know? There's no, a three-minute Metallica song would just be blasphemy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, hey babe, what song should I put on for for our uh, romantic time? Um, Bohemian Rhapsody or like a quick, uh, you know, Descendants song? Yeah. Oh, put on that thirty second Descendants song. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't it um, the newest Tool album that had like a fifteen minute song yeah. or something? Yeah. Just ridiculous. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we went to do it. And we're like, wait a second. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this was that long. Or there was the, what was it? Like an Alanis Morissette song or something that was the same, but it was like mostly silence. Yeah. That there we- was just that. Yeah. It was like, we thought it was a track and then it was, I, I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Alanis yeah. Morissette. Sometimes longer is not better, I guess. Yeah, well, that story, kids. Mm-mm. All right, that's it for this week. All right, boys and girls. Good. Until next time. Peace. Peace.